0: This is Foxy Digital's Daily for July 27th, 2023. How's everybody doing? Week's coming along. It is still hot as ever-loving fuck here. Um, I don't even know. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say about that is, uh, it's hot. Um, let's see. Album of the Day is the new one from 43 Odes. Not even going to try to pronounce the album name because I have no idea. Um, it's on Eiderdown and... I always want to call this band Geodes, so I don't know why. I'm just putting that out there. Random, random thing. So, uh, <laughs> Daryl Gresh has been on my mind a lot lately. First mention he has two new solo records out, Gardens and Glass and Frozen Waste, both of which are really just sound, they're just really good. I mean... I don't know that Daryl Gretsch has ever made anything that's just not really good, um, but these these are really nice. But anyway, he's been on my mind because I, I mentioned this on Patreon maybe last week that suddenly in the last I don't know couple months I've become obsessed all of a sudden with like dungeon synth. I don't know. I don't know why now. I don't know why. You know. I mean, I've always had a. I've always you know like some. But anyway, the my my real first interest. And it kept started years ago when Daryl, uh, started the endless fog project in that plague isolation album, which is really good. And so, yeah, as I've, as I've gotten more into it and I mean, there's so much and it's overwhelming, but like, I don't know, I'm just in this weird space where all this weird kind of fantasy synth vaguely Medieval, but you know, got to make sure it's not, you know, this is, this is one of those genres that the fucking fascists and Nazis like to try to creep into. So fuck that. You gotta, anyway, I don't know my, why my brain has been really into that lately, but it made me think of Daryl and all the great stuff he's done. And so I've been, I've been listening to going back and listening to a number of his albums and the, the new ones and older ones, you know, Pulse Mitter stuff, which I, I, dug out copy of oppressive nature, which is on digitalis, like a hundred years ago and is one of the first uh, album covers I ever designed. And I still really like that album cover design, but yeah, I just, so I just wanted to give some love to Daryl cause amazing dude and so much good music and check out those new albums. And then I just realized I found this came out a couple years ago and I totally missed it. Um, an album he did to Paul Ellis, the great Paul Ellis, the interior rhythms, which man, I was listening to the like four 20 minute pieces. It's just sounds really cool. So I'm going to have to pick that up at some point. And now I'm going to talk about 43 Oats. a super group and it's three fourths of MRSA. Great man, great band. Those MercA releases were really awesome. I wish someone would do a proper reissue of iron compass flux. Um, anyway, but so 43 Odes is Stephen R. Smith, Brian Lucas and Glenn Donaldson, which are all probably pretty familiar names to most people listening. Um, I think considering all the incredible projects they've been in over the years. Uh, most, I don't say most notably, but Jewel Antler was my first introduction to a lot of these guys stuff because a lot of it fell under that umbrella. Um, this new record, it is such a trip. There are so many elements of things I love from all of them here, but one of the things I really like about this project and you know, with collaborations it's, it can be hard, but it's, you get some of those elements that each of these guys does that you know and love. But then this is, there's just like a different gravy here. Like it sounds something totally different. So it's not just them doing their own things together; it's doing something new with some of those elements. Um, and this album, I don't know if there's like a deep narrative here, but there's definitely a journey because I feel like it. It opens this sort of country-fried like raga. This got this really killer groove, and I don't know if that's a tampura or what. It's, it sounds like that to me. You know that metallic resonance that those instruments is are known for that. I love so much that's there. Um, God, I love that sound and it's great because, this, and there's this, there's lead on there that's somewhere between, I don't know. It's like there's some kind of like honky tonk thing and an Indian jam or something. It's, it straddles this line in a way that seems impossible. And then, you know, it's like, it's, it's there's something that fe- it feels very like hazy or smoky. It's like the smoke, it keeps swirling. We move down the street and the cadence kind of slows down and the psychedelia gets turned up. And then there's, you know, you get into these sort of slow burn exorcisms that spill out of the ground. Like there's this real kind of clay and earth, organic feeling in this music. It's like full on baked in the sun. And, but it's still tinged with this sense of like ecstasy and this sort of restrained grandeur. It's fucking great. Oh my God. (laughs) And I love the drum machine bits too, as you know, as the sort of rhythmic elements. Um, Glenn's been doing a lot of great stuff that uses drum machines as the rhythm source in recent years. So, but so hearing it in this sort of this context, it's like very folk, like very adjacent. Um, I know people don't like the term psych folk, but it gets into some of those spaces for a frame of reference. Uh, but hearing, you know, the drum machine with it, and st- it's just, it's something else. It's something else. It's the, it, it just sort of expands the sonic mix, which is already sprawling. Uh, it's just fantastic. And there's, there's harmonium on here and there's uh, then at the end of the record, like there's these kind of softer drones that close it out and they, they're sort of like this really lovely kind of coda. And it makes you feel like this whole thing was a dream because it, it goes in so many places throughout its 12 tracks and it like sort of finally comes to this resting place. And there's so many sounds I love here. There's harmonium, bowed banjo. God, you don't know how much I love bowed banjo. Buzuki sense Casio. All it needs is for, uh, Stephen R. Smith to pull out the hurdy-gurdy and then we're we're just done, you know, we're just gone. Um, and I want to speak to Stephen R. Smith. I just want a quick note here. Addendum at the end. Um, Stephen R. Smith, if I was making a list of my favorite guitarists and he's, and he's so, so much more than that, but just strictly talking about his guitar playing. So if I was making a list of my favorite guitar players of the last 25 years, there are not many people that would be higher on that list. He is so incredible. And his style, and like just the tone of his guitar, it's so distinct, and it, oh, it gets me on this really visceral level. I feel like I can always pick it out. And there's some really great moments of his playing on here too. So anyway, absolutely stellar record, huge recommendation. Obviously, that's it today. Head on over to Uh There's a great interview with Jan Novak up today. If you haven't listened to the this week's episode of the Seltzer Salon with Nina Dante. Highly, highly recommend going and listen to that. and l- Learn about her project, The Snake Said to the River. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world. Holler at me. You can find me all over social media. I'm not even going to start. I'm going to stop listing all those things. I'm easy to find. Just search for Foxy Digitalis on Mastodon, Twitter, Blue Sky, uh, Instagram. There's not many out there. And you'll see my little logo. And it. it's real simple. So send me an email, whatever. Till next time, keep catching those waves of Vibe, y'all.